This is Markin Out Out. Promotion called All Elite Wrestling. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 14? 15. 15 of the Wednesday Night Wars, the weekly ongoing saga of brand supremacy between WWE's NXT and AEW Dynamite. Thank you for listening to this online listening experience on the Market Out podcast network uh you can go to marketout.com check out all of our past episodes there if you use any major podcasting applications you can use those like apple uh google play stitcher radio make sure you rate review and subscribe we truly appreciate that we read one on the show last week so sweet facebook.com slash out twitter.com slash out youtube and instagram.com slash out 11 and as of right now folks at ProWrestlingTees.com, there is a another sale going on. You know, you can call it Merch Madness. You can call it, you know, AEW Weekends. But, yeah, head over to ProWrestlingTees, 20% off February 27th at noon Central Standard Time to March 2nd at noon Central Standard Time. Use the promo code MADNESS. Yeah, that madness gimmick happened a lot later in March. It was actually, I think, the when's the basketball gimmick? A lot later, right? Yeah, it happens like mid-March. But anyway, hey, listen, they're getting hyped up for it. We're getting hyped for it. Buy some shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Uh Dave is not here, but you can follow him at Dave the Rave underscore MO. And the living, breathing social influencer that he is, you can follow him on both Twitter and Instagram at BTTG161. Brandon, I uh, heard you got into a little... Uh, Instagram prison, huh? <laughs> I, I don't know why. I didn't, I didn't post anything. I just I did my posts and then jail. I was like, what is this crap? But how you doing? I am doing awesome as always. All right, sweet. Good how are you doing? You. I'm great. Great. Uh, I'm kind of a little upset right now, what? but we will come out of it. <laughs> um, and let's talk about, before I started getting really depressed, uh, let's talk about NXT. The 10th uh, anniversary episode of NXT. But what was so special about it? The fact that they Absolutely had Ric Flair show up in an SUV? Absolutely nothing. But okay. I'm, I, I, you would expect them to make, may, I don't know, who knows, maybe they'll do it in two more years since it was like the, the network launch or whatever. True. Maybe they don't want to count these years of NXT. Yeah, maybe, maybe make its own uh, separate gimmick. You never know. Um, yeah. But you started off the show hot. Dominic Dijakovic and Cameron Grimes had a barn burner. Um, you could see the abilities that Dominic Dajakovic had being a very athletic man, but all in all, Cameron Grimes gets a surprising win with the help from that other guy, Damian Priest, comes in, hits a, a nightstick, lead pipe, whatever you want to call I, it. I think it was a nightstick. I don't it know. It was a large like... black inanimate object, um, right into the knee. Cameron Grimes picks up the victory, so I guess this is going to set up a feud between these two guys, and that guy will face Keith Lee at TakeOver Tampa. Yeah, Priest was interviewed after about about what happened, and uh, 
he's like now Keith Lee now Keith Lee knows like what I want. Yeah, he wants to talk to Samson. Yeah. What? Nothing. <laughs> anyway, next William up, Regal. Yeah, making big. a big announcement that uh, because Rhea Ripley is facing Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, he's going to be having a bunch of qualifier matches starting next week to crown a new number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship, which uh, the number one contendership uh, contender tournament will end in a ladder match at TakeOver Tampa. Sick. I'm about this. I, I can't even like begin to think who will end up in that. And then who go? where does the, the next match take place? I guess the next NXT TakeOver. What if it takes place on Mania? No, it wouldn't. Oh, obviously it can't because it's Rhea Ripley is facing... I forgot Rhea Ripley is facing Charlotte at Mania. So even though the uh, the number one contendership... Is, or I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe Bianca Belair wins that number one contender spot. And she's but, like, I want it now. But do you boom, feel like you've, you've seen her a lot in the spotlight? Belair? And, yeah, Bel Air in the spotlight. I mean, she, and she's been doing fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but like, do you think there's? It's like the next woman up mentality. Maybe somebody out of nowhere, like you know, Mia Yim's always on the cusp of being within that NXT Women's yeah. Championship picture. Or you know, after this steel cage match, I know I'm getting ahead of myself here, but you, know, you got a steel cage match next week between Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. What do you say Tegan Knox gets into that match and they give her the super push like allegedly they were going to give to her when she was supposed to win the Mae Young Classic? Everything changed. Like uh, a few weeks ago, I was like, yo, I want Tegan Knox to go out there and win the the women's battle royal at WrestleMania. And then Real- William Regal introduces this. And I'm like, hmm. I like this better. Yeah, I don't know. Because if you know if you get Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai in there, both of them are going to be the the you could say like the spot monkeys of the ladder match. You saw the brutality that they put against each other at NXT Takeover Portland and especially them WrestleMania weekend know that they'd have to do something big. You could say they have the Jeff Hardy spot. Ow. I just hit my water bottle. Move my hand. It hurt. And it's metal, folks. It is metal. It, yeah, it's stainless steel. I've been trying to drink pour water. So I have this big uh, 40 ounce jug that I fill up like three times a day. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> How do you lift that up? Um, I, you know those like key, those lanyards that you get to put your keys on. Yeah. Yeah, I hooked one of those to the uh, where the 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 lid kind of screws on, and it so, hangs around there. So I just kind of dang, it just dangles off out of my hand. It's great. So like, wait, so it's. It's not around your neck, though, right? No, it's not around my neck. Oh, I was about I to say, well, sick neck I got, though. <laughs> Next time you'll see me, I'm yeah. going to have done. It's like all yeah. those people walking around Disney World with those popcorn buckets around their neck. It's like, oh, it's a... Even though, I mean, popcorn's not that heavy, but the bucket itself has to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Up for next, sure. though, we had Finn Baller coming out, cutting a simple promo. I'm not a moves guy, not an internet guy, not a stooge for the office. I am the guy. And then he builds up. I've I've built His up resume. Yeah, I've built up Japan. I've done Mexico. I've been the Intercontinental Champion. I've been the Universal Champion. I've been the NXT Champion. I've done it all. And he's like, it's Mania season. Everyone's trying to peak for it, but I've I've been at my peak for twenty years. What's next for me? 
Do you I've really have all. to repeat the entire promo? I thought it was such a good promo. I thought it was great, too, but we could talk about the promo rather than you having to repeat the entire thing. <laughs> well, then how do you talk about it without repeating it? Yeah, just saying Finn Balor. He's done, he's done everything. It's WrestleMania season. I like 20 to years mention. In. What's I like next for him? Listing off Riddle, Gargano, uh, Dragonoff, and then all of a sudden. Imperium hits the ring. And Finn Balor like, is a ball of fire. I was like, holy crap, it's happening. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw a lot of people on the internet saying they want to see, at the last uh, takeover, the UK takeover, a lot of people were saying, we want Balor versus Walter. But when do you do that? You have a standalone NXT UK pay-per-view coming up that's going to be in flipping Ireland. Right. Which, Why are you going to hold off to have a, a, a hot match like this to put on the takeover Tampa card? You have they have to have you have to have that takeover. Well, you would do I would assume you would have Walter versus Finn Balor at Takeover Tampa. Balor goes over and then he's defending the NXT championship. UK championship. Yes, the NXT UK championship in Dublin. Yeah, it's like a, it's sort of like a homecoming almost. And then boom, more tickets sold or whatever. Yeah, that's what I was thinking today, too. But, yeah, Imperium gets the upper hand over Finn Balor. I'm, I'm stoked for this. And you feel like it's like they're keeping, like, Finn Balor now. In this case, they're going to keep him, like, the baby face, but he's, like, the bad, I could say, yes. Well, I don't know if I don't know if people were necessarily necessarily cheering him. I think they were. I think they were just – but they're all Mark fans in, in full sale. They'll yeah, cheer but, for anybody. Uh, They'll be in the anime Carbon Rod in the middle of the ring. They'll cheer for that. Carbon Rod. Carbon Rod. booed Finn Balor though. Whatever. You, you take that any, anywhere outside of full sale, he'll, he'll be cheered. Yeah. Uh, up next, they aired a vignette that aired twice throughout the night, which I'm, I have to assume it's Killer Cross. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like the – Clock it ends the with like the, the yeah click or the clack whatever, and he he posts TikTok all the time on Twitter. Maybe he's coming out to take over uh, Tampa. That would be a good place for because you didn't see like when they I think it was the last takeover they showed Timothy Thatcher, but they didn't show Killer Cross. Did they show? No. Yeah, they showed him in the in the crowd. I don't remember that. Yeah, it happened. I have like no memory of that whatsoever. <laughs> But next up, with more women's action, as Zia Lee picks up a surprising win over Mia Yim with the help, you could say, of Dakota Kai standing out on the entrance ramp. Um, cutting a little promo on her, Mia Yim gets distracted. More solid women's wrestling. And then yeah. Raquel Gonzalez comes out and uh, destroys house. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then she, I mean, she, she Zaya tried to save Mia Yim and, and Raquel took out Zaya as well. Yeah. Force to be reckoned with here in NXT. Um, after a little Velveteen Dream promo, setting up uh, two cage matches next week on NXT, which will be pretty sick. It's going to be Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream for uh, just Blood Feud. Still when, cage match. I like have it. We, have we seen that ever before? Where we've seen two like cage matches on a normal show? No, I don't know, but maybe we'll, maybe the marks will help us out with this one. So feel free to that, hit us up on social media if we don't find out before uh, you know we find out. I know I, I went to a live event that I was surprised had two cage matches in one night. 
Yeah, well, they could, they have it there, so they could do it. Yeah. Next up, hard hitting action as Tommaso Ciampa picks up the victory over Austin Theory. Um, I guess my saying that they weren't going to keep Austin Theory on TV was wrong because he's uh, showing up and showing out against uh, Tommaso Ciampa here. And I liked the this, the the rookie versus veteran here. Yeah, he had the great standing, like picture perfect standing moonsault onto Champa. And overall, I thought it was a really good match. Champa yeah. hits that the fairy tale ending to win. Gargano came out, attacks Champa, tossed him onto the uh, Takeover Tampa logo. So, if that's not foreshadowing, I don't know what is. So, but here's the thing now too. It's like. You have all these high-profile matches. Like, what are you doing yet with the NXT Championship? Like, come on. What is going yeah, I don't, on? I don't know. I don't know who would step up to that. What a, a loaded show we had, though, on NXT. You have a nice match between Bronson Reed, Killian Dane. Killian Dane picks up the victory. It was just a good match between two big guys. Good. Great match. Next up, you had more tag team match action. As the Grizzled Young Veterans pick up the victory over the Forgotten Sons, um, Wesley Blake did something really awesome in this match. I forgot what it was. Rats. Uh, but still, like, this is solid, great tag team wrestling. And now, like, what do you do with the Broser weights, too? They get to come out in a golf cart every week? No, here's some great competition <laughs> for them. It was, it was also very interesting that uh, to see the Forgotten Sons as, as faces. Yeah, that's what I, I guess they're trying to play up the USA thing now. Which I would have liked for them to like put over more that uh, that Cutler and Riker are former military members, but I mean commentary did it, but like a backstage vignette would have maybe had helped. some old shots of them on like on army bases and stuff like that. Yeah, because the whole, the whole baby faces, you know, like this this they stem from last week and uh, like they they aired the the same promo that that the Forgotten Sons had last week, but. Grizzled Young vet, Veterans came out and basically trashed America and Americans. Yeah, and that's why they got that big babyface uh, welcome. Yeah. And I, I also, I don't remember what uh, Wesley Blake did in the match, but uh, I remember tweeting out saying how good Wesley Blake is. Yeah. Blake and Murphy were just like, maybe they were just ahead of their time. I don't know. <laughs> they were ahead of their time with tag wrestling, bro. Dude, they, that was like good tag team wrestling. That was a good tag team. Yeah. They were great, and with the Alexa Bliss too. And then you know they kind of split their own ways. And then Blue Pants came along, and everyone went freaked, freaked out. <laughs> That's right. Da 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 da. And now she's a librarian. Um, <laughs> Shh. Sorry, <laughs> but your main event of NXT was Charlotte Flair picking up the victory over Bianca Belair. Um, I love the "You Don't Go Here" chance at the beginning of the match. That was fantastic. Yeah, real fantastic. Uh, this was and a again, good match. It was a great match. Wow, Belair was on fire. Yeah, she was. I thought she was great. I, fan I mean, of this? Fan I, I, of, think, I think it was very obvious that Flair was going to win this, but... Yeah, but hey, listen. They, they brought her <laughs> in for the ratings. That was it. <sighs> Dude, and then afterwards, she grabs the steel chair, puts it around uh, Bianca Belair's knee while Rhea Ripley came out. Rhea Ripley does her full entrance. She doesn't care about Bianca Belair. Yeah, it was funny. She, Flair stomps the, the chair... And then puts Bianca Belair in the figure eight, and and Ripley's just up there, not doing anything. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that happen before, where like somebody made a run in, but like didn't actually run in to make the save. Yeah, it was great. 
And then uh, after the episode ended, Triple H uh, announced that March 11th's episode of NXT will be live from the Performance Center. And hmm. uh, they're billing it as Fan Appreciation Night. I guess there's some sort of Hall of Fame week or something at uh, Full Sail, so they can't use the studio. Okay, interesting. So it'll be the second time we've seen live wrestling from the Performance Center. First yeah. time being, um, what's it called? Halftime Heat. That's right. That's gonna be fun, and that'll be a very it'll be a hot shot. What are you gonna do about it? So cool. Let's get on to AEW. AEW Dynamite from Kansas City, Missouri. You start off with a thirty-minute Iron Man match, which ended in sudden death, and of course, Kenny Omega picks up the win. What a spectacular match this was! Why was it an Iron Man match in the first place, though? Because this is the the rubber match with this feud between the two of them, and they had they had some interesting rules here too. Yeah, t- yeah. Apparently, they were they? Had... Sorry, go on. No, go ahead, Brandon. I was going to say where they uh, they took uh, was it like uh, thirty second rest periods between falls. That always happens, but not. But like yep. the the clock would still count. No. Yeah. No. Here. I don't count. recall ever seeing like because they had remember. you have to wait for the person to get up to their feet before they can continue. Oh, yeah. But yeah, and then like you were gonna mention the, the they had the one spot where Kenny Omega and Pac were like trying to beat the ten count outside, but I could swear AEW announced they were doing twenty counts outside. Yeah, I, I you thought, thought so too. that. Yeah. Jimmy Corderas thought that. He got, like, torn apart by, like, A.W. Mark saying, They never said that. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, I don't know how I remember it. He remembers it. I don't know if it's, like, a Mandela effect or what. But overall, I thought this match was really good. They had the uh, the the one part, the, um, the Falcon Arrow yes. off the apron that I thought was really good. That was really good. The, what was it, uh, Moonsault uh, through the table to the outside? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought oh, that, that, that's a, I thought that's that was a goofy looking table. It looked at the the cork board. Yeah, but I thought this. I, I, I mean, right off, right within like the six first six minutes, we had Pac doing that the avalanche brainbuster. Yeah, and like even like the first like four minutes, they didn't even touch each other. Yeah. So I thought it was good. I thought it was a really well done Iron Man match. Bravo to these guys. I think this might have been the best match that I've watched this week. Um. Yeah, I could I could agree with that. Yeah, awesome. And then after the match, Tony Schiavone interviewed Pac, and Pac got pissed, and Orange Cassidy randomly came out and and, and got attacked by him. Yeah. And that sets up apparently a match at Revolution where, like, I hope... Orange Cassidy wins? <laughs> no, God, no. I hope dude, Orange Cassidy pop, gets killed. Dude, the pop he's going to get if he wins that match... It just good. I don't I don't see how like I I would be so disappointed. He's actually real good. Pac. Yeah, I've seen him work. I've seen him wrestle from like 2009 and 2008 or whatever, and he's doing normal matches. He's a good worker. I'm not here to like say he sucks. His gimmick I just don't understand. Not here like, to do tricks. I just jump. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why fans pop over it. It's it's he's, hilarious. He's not doing anything. His thumb up, his thumbs up looks like mine, and I'm riddled with arthritis. <laughs> riddled with arthritis. 
Uh, trio's action after this as Jurassic Express picks up the victory over Santana Ortiz and Sammy Guevara of the Inner Circle. Everybody got their stuff in this match. Oh. And then Darby it, it, Allen comes out. Yeah, and Darby Allen helped uh, help Jurassic Park Express win, which I'm actually surprised they're allowed to use that name. I don't know what? if like it's copyrighted or whatnot, Jurassic Park. But uh, uh, but it literally was like a four minute spot fest. Yeah, that's what it is. You just gotta keep the people lively in the middle of the show. So cool on that next match up, you had the best friends picking up a nice victory over the butcher and the blade. Um, <laughs> great tag team action. Two teams that could really work. I just I don't I don't like the the stuff in the middle of the match. What stuff? Like why does Allie or the bunny? Oh, that was hilarious! Orange, I just I the referee should be made like literally all four of the guys are outside of the ring. They could be dead for all the referee cares. And all Relax, he's focused Mark. on is Allie and uh, and Orange Cassidy doing their spot. I just don't. It doesn't make sense. He should be focusing focusing on them getting out of the ring. They're Relax. not in the match. They're not Relax. in the match. It makes it's zero wrestling. sense. It just makes zero you sense. That's just been your disbelief. Come on, Brandon. Uh, that's not a disbelief. That's an indie thing. That's like that's just an indie match on TV. And I, to me, that's annoying. I don't know. This match is great. Great tag team wrestling. So, um, yeah. But then afterwards, uh, you know. Oh. Well, oh, and that they well, that after this, that's when they announced that uh, the match with Pac and Orange Cassidy and the fans were chanting, "Please don't try." Yeah, but then you know, uh, Chuck Toe said he's going to try. <sighs> What? I, you don't get it. I understand. It doesn't make sense. I don't know what there's to get. It's fine. I could half hold up a thumb. All right, cool. You should do that. Next up, like four-way <laughs> action. As Sheeta picked up the victory over Big Swole, Shauna, and Yuka Sakazaki. Yeah, there we go. I liked uh, Shauna hitting that double Hurricane Rana to Hikaru Shida and Big Swole. Yep. I, I think... Uh, of the four of them here, I think uh, also this was like a big indie spot fest gimmick, but uh, I think of the four of them, I think Big Swole and Hikaru Shida are stars. Yeah. People, I'm a big fan of both of them. Yes, you are. Uh, next up, you have a little Dark Order segment where they, you know, they're facing SEU and they were letting know Christopher, uh, Christopher Daniels, we will see you are now obsolete. Um, do you think they're just pandering to like the internet marks over here? I, I have, I just have no idea. Matt Hardy's contract is supposedly up on Sunday though. I thought, so I don't know how he would, I guess people were like, I'm assuming his thing was up based on the, the news and gimmicks that it was March 1st, but here this pay-per-view is the, the 29th. So I don't know, and then I I, heard, I read that WWE offered Matt Hardy some sort of NXT contract. Oh, really? Yeah, so I don't know what is going on there at all. I think it's, I mean, Matt Hardy has tweeted out stuff that teases Dark Order. Dark Order has tweeted out stuff that teases Matt Hardy. Vice versa, I'm still thinking Raven is the leader. <laughs> Raven Mark, is just randomly one. sitting there. Yeah, because it just made no sense. Why was he in the crowd for it? It was hilarious. Yeah. And if and if if he is the exalted one, then it's like, oh, yeah, you missed all the signs. Yes. And also, Next. Raven would be an incredible addition to AEW. You I think, think he's so? a great... Yeah, I mean, they don't just uh, give out Mensa 
degree memberships or whatever. He, he's a he's a mentor. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Him, so Kathy is Nick Kelly and Necro Butcher. <laughs> yeah, right? wrestlers be smart. Wrestlers be smart. Uh, next up, we have Jim Ross with a just really awkward sit down between the two tag teams. Oh, you had... think it was awkward too? Okay, it that's was fine. awkward I, I because thought, it, like... I thought it was just going to be me here. I thought it was going to be completely one sided. This was super awkward. This to is me. so awkward. They were they were acting so hard, and then Jim Ross at the end says, "We'll see what's going on on Sunday at Revolution." And then Could you was... believe Jim Ross puts over the young no sells everything best. that was going he on? Him, he puts them over as the best team in the world in front of the title holders. And then he asks, well, Matt, Nick, why aren't you the champions? Like, what kind of, What is that? It was oh, such an awkward JR, did, What else did JR say? He said... Uh, he cursed um, this week, I know that. Said, he said something during... What? I, I said he cursed Random. this week, I know that. Do you hear me? And also he said, the immov... Yeah, I heard, you, I heard you now. He's like, and it's the immovable force versus the immovable object. Oh, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was so terrible um but yeah uh, so real awkward uh yeah and yeah that's fine but whatever but uh next uh up they announced that lance archer will i believe be there next week for AEW. Yes, he will making his AEWA debut lance archer is all elite yeah but you text me and you say he's all in well, you know, all in, all elite, whatever. Well, there goes any hope for a killer elite squad reunion. Yeah. Or not happening. Not Maybe happening. Maybe Davey Boy will show up. We'll see. Next up after this, you had the weigh-in for the World Heavyweight title, chip, title match. Uh, announced by Gary Michael Capetta. <laughs> so that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, former yeah, WWF. crowd. Former AWA, former uh, WCW announcer, but I think most importantly, uh, announcer for Showdown Legends of Wrestling. Okay, I just remember. I remember from WCW. Yeah, he was the announcer for the the last Legends of Wrestling game. But as far as the as far Uh, as the weigh in goes, though, it's like, why was there a weigh in? They want to give it a big fight boxing like feel. Especially yeah, but after there's the no weight limit. Last weekend with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. You know, like, UFC. I understand if there's a, a weight limit like UFC or boxing does, but like, or even like WWE had it for 205 Live and Buddy Murphy failed the weigh in at first. Yeah. But it like, it didn't make sense when WWE did it for Crown Jewel last year with Cain Velasquez and Lesnar and Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman because it didn't, there wasn't like, it was wrestling. It wasn't a, 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 a division. Okay. So to me here it didn't make sense, but Jericho refused to weigh in anyway. So <laughs> that was oh, that was somewhat yeah. Funny, and just I guess. ended in a ended in a big brawl going into yeah. Revolution. So. Yeah, Mox headbutted Jericho. The inner circle attacked him, and uh, Jericho got busted open there. Yeah, I know. I love his picture on Instagram where he posts a picture of him with the stitches and read hashtag Ash Wednesday. <laughs> oh gosh. Dustin awesome. Rhodes ran down, uh, took out Jake Hager. Darby Allen eventually ran down, uh, and Sammy uh, Guevara took him out. But I just, I really hope Jericho wins at the pay per view. Yeah, and speaking you know of that, my pay- feelings, you know my thoughts and feelings on who should be the next champion. Yeah, Luke Harper, the only person Jim Ross has named so many people. He's, I think he's named uh, Jeff Cobb, 
He's named Lance Archer and he's named Luke Harper as people who should be in AEW. And two of the three are associated with the brand now. Which, by the way, I don't remember even at what point it was. But now that I say associated with the brand, I loved Taz on commentary telling Jim Ross that he's no longer a Jets fan and he's a Jaguars fan. Yes, I remember that. (laughs) Because you're a company man now. (laughs) That's right. I thought that was so funny. That Um, popped me. Yeah, so... The 29th of February, live on pay-per-view, I think, um, at the Wintrust Arena, it's AEW Revolution, uh, and it's prediction time. We'll start off with the pre-show, as SCU will be facing off against the Dark Order. I'm saying the Dark Order. Oh. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah I'm going to say Dark Order as well. It's, it's a damn shame it's not Alex and Johnny in this match. Yeah, that would have been real cool, but they'll be at ringside. Yeah. And, and then so Christopher maybe Daniels. We'll, and, and we'll find out who the Exalted One is. What if the yeah. Exalted One is just Christopher Daniels in general? Like, it could just be, it could be just Daniels, right? Yeah. Would fans pop for that or what? They'll be pissed? No, they'll be pissed. Boo! Where you Matt Hardy? Boo! How dare you, boo! Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, by the way, AEW won, won the ratings. I don't care anymore. Let's talk about predictions. <laughs> Pac is facing off against Orange Cassidy. I'm saying Orange Cassidy. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say Pac. Dude, I can't even imagine Pac having a match like that against Cassidy. Like he goes gives him a thumbs up, boom, breaks his finger. Yeah. I can't so, I can't picture it. I can't picture it in my head. I don't think I'm not gonna be able to watch it until Sunday night. So Best we'll night for pay per views. Yeah. Nyla Rose will be defending her AEW women's championship against Chris Statlander. Um I want to say Chris Dadlander, but I know it's going to be Nyla Rose, so I'm just going to say Nyla Rose. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Nyla Rose as well. Yeah. Uh, Darby Allen will be taking out his aggressions on Sammy Guevara. I'm saying uh, Darby Allen. Yeah, um, I think we might have the same picks for everybody here. I'm going Darby Allen as well. Are you going Dustin Rhodes or Jake Hager? I'm going Jake Hager. So am I. Oh, what the hell? Oh, uh, what the hell? Um, Omega and Paige over the Young Bucks. What do you think? Who do you think is winning? I'm, I don't want to see the Young Bucks, so I'm going with the other half of the Elite, Adam Page and Kenny Omega. I'm going with the Young Bucks. I don't want it to happen, but... Also, during, uh... Then they're never going to lose the titles. <laughs> yeah, during that, uh, that Iron Man match, though, I thought it was really funny. Jim Ross was talking about, he goes, and they say, uh, Kenny Omega can't work or lost steam or whatever the interview had said that Kenny Omega did. Yeah. That people like said that since coming to AEW, Kenny Omega's lost like all his steam or whatever it was. Yeah, I heard about that. I thought it was funny that JR pointed that out. MJF and Cody Rhodes. This blood I, feud. I, I know I'm wrong, but I'm I want MJF. hundred percent. Right. I don't think this ends here. Really? Yeah. I, I don't well, think they should make next? it end here. What would be next? Like a though? bigger a bigger what's a stipulation? Match. But what's a stipulation that would be like the end? Like he's already had the lashing and everything. He's already faced a Wardlow. But now he could just beat him up whenever he wants. And you forget it's a, Arn Anderson's going to be ringside with Cody, and Wardlow's going to be ringside with MJF. So I'm saying Cody Rhodes. So you think they take this to double or nothing? Absolutely, take it to double that because that's where it began. Make this a year long mm. feud. Something you need in professional wrestling. And you know me, the last big long feud that we've gotten like this was like Kevin Owens and El Generico. 
I think. So I'm saying Cody Rhodes. Wait, he wait by like DQ. MJF threw in the towel against Dustin Rhodes. No, but then it began at double or nothing. Then when did it begin? I thought um, it did. Fight for the Fallen? No, no way. Uh, no, that's against the Brotherhood. Fighter Fest? Cody versus Darby Allen? No. What AEW pay per view? Was it all out? That's was what it? it was. It was all out. Cody defeated Sean Spears. No, that wasn't it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Whatever. All right. Let's stop fighting over this. But anyway, I don't even remember what was nice the match? Long, even. I, I want a nice long feud. Jericho versus John Moxley. I'm saying uh, Chris Jericho. Oh, it was it was uh, full gear. Ah. Uh, and I'm I need to stick with Chris Jericho because of Luke Harper reasons. Why? Because he's gonna come in as a babyface. Uh, he could. It was from November. Started in November. Okay. So it's still you know. It was well, it was the last pay per view. Okay, then uh, I'm wrong. Whoopsie doodle to me. Uh, but yes. I mean, we could, I watch the product every week, couldn't even name it. Yeah. You got a terrible memory. Maybe you should start taking some, uh, I don't know, some supplements for your some, brain. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Got to thank the Phoenicians, though. All right. <laughs> um, that's it. We're done. Out of, out of all of this, though, where do you think we'll get like the biggest surprise? Do you think we'll see something? No, we're not at getting the... Matt Hardy. But, but we need an exalted one. We do need an exalted one. And we need something to happen. I, I don't. I can't see like the 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 ending of the night just being Moxley standing over Jericho or vice versa. That could be it. You never know. I don't know. You don't know how. Th- they always say with AEW that the heavyweight title is always the last match. Yeah. So, like... Or I, even even the, the tag team championship match. There's got to be something... But also, that tag team championship match is on the pre-show, so it can't be that crazy. Wait, no, no, no. The tag team championship match? The AEW, like Kenny Omega, oh, no. the elite? No, I'm saying uh, SEO oh, Dark Matt, Order. That, yeah, okay. Something huge can happen with there. Oh, no. oh, but then somebody could step up from the Dark Order later on in the night, maybe? Possibly, but but the elite tag team match during that that Iron Man match this week, Young Bucks ran out. Adam Page did not, so maybe Page is just like heck it, or Kenny goes heck it. Screw you. One of the two of them turn heel. Maybe I don't know. Maybe the Young Bucks I- will win the championships and. Yep. It's gonna happen. I'm not looking forward to it. How come they don't have the ring on on uh, up for defense? What do you mean? Don't they have a ring championship? Oh yeah, MJF has that. So why isn't that on the line? It was the it was just the world title that Cody could. Well, face, maybe right? now that he beat him, maybe he can get the ring, or maybe it's just a whole gimmick for. Uh, it, it would be a good thing because the the ring the the Ring of Honor ring that started with Cody Rhodes, right? It did. Although that's more so like a heelish kiss my ring sort of bit. All right, so let's close out the show. Facebook.com slash marketout, Twitter.com slash marketout, YouTube, Instagram.com slash marketout11. Buy shirts this weekend, 20% off at prowrestlingtees.com slash marketout. And follow me on on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161 and Instagram BTTG161. And Dave on Twitter, Dave the Rave underscore M O. And until next week, 
we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great week. Way to nail that. Bravo. A fantastic week. Oh.